0: What strain did you start with in the beginning of your Kratom journey compared to now? So what did you favor when you first started? <laughs> mm-hmm. Not knowing all the knowledge you know now. Mm-hmm. What you believed was to work best for you, I guess. To not knowing all the background or the back end of what Kratom can offer you
1: mm-hmm. and what
0: you geared towards. Or the real science behind it. Kratom
1: yeah. now. The, yes. Oh,
0: actually that's a good question too. But then the question is, does the science drive your preference now? Or
2: should what the science has, yeah, always driven our preference because that was the main reason we actually started ETHA. Was that we tried to do all this research on strains and varieties of Kratom. And first of all, going out there, you will find different websites will claim different benefits for different strains, so it's not consistent. And then our uh actual usage of those strains was different than what was reported out there and then more importantly when we you know purchased the air quotes same strain it was different within that as well so yeah. it's kind of just same different.
1: company same strain mm-hmm. same mm-hmm. claims different results all, right? all and imagine anyone that's listening to this that uses kratom will have a similar story yes. and then even so like when
2: we started going down the path of well, we thought, okay, well, maybe it's just these vendors here that are reselling products that aren't getting the same the right thing. Cause we started we started getting wind that certain Kratom vendors out there would get like a massive order of one like giant load of Kratom and then they would call it ten different varieties and just kind of make it up. So we're like, okay, well, let's go back to the source. So we went to Indonesian harvesters and actually started working directly with those harvesters to get the same variety. And that we found too is that Because Indonesia is really on like subsistence farming, like they farm and harvest Kratom to feed their family on a monthly basis. They are very incentivized to sell no matter what. So when we when we'd write to them and say, like, yeah, we really want I mean at the time there's a lot of varieties, like, we really want like green horn leaf. Mm -hmm. They're like, Okay, sure. And we'd like order all these varieties and we started getting these bags from these harvesters, and all of a sudden it was like we'd get this bag that had one name crossed out on it in Sharpie <laughs> and they would write green horn. And we're like, mm-hmm. did they just relabel this just because we asked for that? And it was okay. like, yep, I that's what it was. But,
0: like whatever cells, whatever yes. And, and, and so
2: good. and so that's why we started going down the path of how do we test something? How do we send it out for HPLC testing, which is an analytical method that looks at the actual chemical compounds in the plant and quantifies that. So it's kinda like if I take coffee, I can get coffee that is very low in caffeine, or I can get coffee that's very, very high in caffeine. So if I have you know, a little bit of one, it doesn't really do much for me. Or I can have a little bit of coffee with a lot of caffeine in it, and I really feel the effects. So that's why we always go down towards the actual test results, certificates of analysis, make sure we know exactly what it is. And that's helped me by far get the consistent results.
0: But that's now. Mm-hmm. When you first were introduced to Kratom, what, I guess, research or knowledge or... What existed what did, back then? What did you turn to to find as, I guess, confided guidance in? Like, that you trusted, like, word of mouth? Did you, yeah, or, so
1: unfortunately back then there was little mm-hmm. to no testing, right? We were one of the first companies to actually uh, test Kratom and use that data and, and share... We were definitely one of the first to share that data out with with uh, our customers but before that um it was it was we had a spreadsheet where we tried to place all the different varieties and companies and a list of benefits and try to find some sort of correlation none of it was true of course because it's just it's impossible when there isn't any truth in the supply chain right so <clears throat> and, and Alex was describing some of those challenges and that, that still exists today even mm-hmm. but yeah so back then it was really was just trial and error I would find something that I'd like so I remember saying uh, Green Malay I really like Green Malay it has come from Malaysia right? so back then it was still you were able to still <laughs> get creative from Malaysia it wasn't I believe it was illegal at that moment and no it, it was, just oh, was just mislabeled. there was no yeah oh, sorry, no, it didn't come thing. from Malaysia right yeah,
2: yeah. that's right just like Thailand like all those names like, yes that's why that's it right.
1: further doesn't correlate to anything use exactly yeah, we even said yeah the The harvester said they were from Malaysia and then we got the package and it was from Indonesia. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's just that that level of like deceit and, and, you know, but to Alex's point, you understand it's, it's people are just trying to survive. So I I don't blame, I don't blame the farmers, Mm -hmm. you know, so, uh, but for us, uh, the the only thing that I found that was consistent was, uh, when we took capsules, capsules were, were, weren't as effective as powders for us. And our, we don't know why, but one of the conclusions that we came up with was perhaps they are using older, weaker, you know, uh, Kratom and putting it into capsule form uh, versus so versus the powder. So when
0: you purchased the capsule, not when you capsulated yourself, because I know you yeah, encapsulated yourself as well, right?
1: Yes, we did do our own capsules. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, it would be when we purchased capsules, because mm-hmm. we just, we didn't like the toss and wash yes. process, so we thought, oh, we'll get capsules, that should solve it. There were also
2: certain brands that would when we took them it was felt less like on the like the pain relief side for me but Mm -hmm. kind of fed just I I felt a little like Disconnected or loopy, I'm like, I don't want this. Yeah, like, exactly. And yes. so there was, there was yeah, definitely is like a, some of that branch into back. kratom. This was a blast yeah. in the past.
1: I don't remember. We're trying to recall yeah. six, seven years ago now, but I remember
2: some of the extracts were that. very like extracts were kind of more in that similar range. So like that, I would take a yeah. a head little high. We used to describe yeah, it as heavy. It was just it like I feel loopy. Is. I'm like I don't. I feel disconnected. Focus. Yeah, and so like that was the other thing too, taking the natural leaf kratom tablets kind of like now what's what we have is our sunrise that i kind of my pain just melts away and then that's about it i don't really feel many other effects it's kind of like just bad things in my body go away and that's it (laughs) but sometimes when i take like i don't know like a pure metragenine or like one of those like extract sides it feels like a rush and I can feel kind of like my body heating up a little bit and kind of Mm -hmm. a little like antsy. So it's definitely different than just the natural product that we've really focused on. Well,
0: I know you're, Victor, you're very sensitive to caffeine. Mm -hmm. When you first started this process trying to figure out what you like, did you have like, um, I guess reactions to maybe stuff had caffeine or like it made you feel uncomfortable or?
1: Hard to tell because there is no labeling. And to mm-hmm. this day there's still some labeling challenges right truth and labeling but um, so who knows but i had the same experiences that alex had mentioned where i would take some some companies kratom and i would get almost like i was like a little loopy a little bit like i've had a couple beers even where i just felt
0: wow. you know, and,
1: it would, and it would be only with their brand of products so mm-hmm. i can't say what they added to it or what, you know, uh, if it was pure Kratom or, but interestingly enough, we've, we've sourced Kratom from all the major suppliers. We grow our own Kratom Mm -hmm. and I've yet to experience Kratom in its natural form. that gave me those same side effects. Mm -hmm. So I would assume I have no proof that, that they were adding something else into it. Well, it could
2: also be so from Dr. McCurdy's research, his thought based on the analysis that they've been doing. So they grow some of their own kratom. He does a lot of very sophisticated testing. So the, the most commonly known alkaloid is mitragynine. And the second most commonly known is 7-hydroxy And McCurdy thinks that 7-hydroxy is not produced in the plant. It's only, it's like an oxidated version of mitragynine that happens during the drying or the curing process of kratom. And so there are potentially most likely ways that after the leaves are picked, that there can be some kind of process that maybe they don't add something to it or maybe the Mm -hmm. way they cure it or do something that kind of enhances that Mm 7-OH. And 7-OH is the one that is uh, also kind of much more potent from kind of that pain relief side. There's potential that 7-hydroxymitraginine on its own is addictive, where mitraginine is not. Mm -hmm. And so that's the one that most researchers will say, is the concern to look at. We want to make sure that 7 hydroxymetragine is not made too potent or too highly available because that's the one that could be potentially much more addictive than any of the other compounds. Mm-hmm.
0: So now skip forward five, six years. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you choose your strain, I guess, your preferred strain or in our right. case? Actually, we'll going mm-hmm. a little bit back is that that's how Etho was kind of created because you wanted that consistency. <laughs> yeah, we and then, couldn't find
1: it. And so Yeah, we couldn't find that consistency in the market, so we said let's just create yeah. it ourselves. <laughs> so of course
0: problem solvers <laughs> you guys are so
1: That's what we do. And so uh yeah and so now it's easy well, not easy, but easy in terms of like for Alex and I we just have to go and go to the office and then pick exactly what we want <laughs> it's readily available but the work that goes into it is tremendous and it is trying to source from multiple places so that we have a good variety and the idea is that by doing that we have a wider spread of alkaloid profiles and, and from there we can then start mixing and matching if necessary sometimes it's a harvest that just has the right alkaloid profile for this set of benefits and we just take it and then we can no, pasteurize it make sure it's safe press it into a tablet do all the stuff that we normally do but no no blending is required but sometimes we do require that blend- more times than not we actually do have to do some sort of blending to get to that consistency
0: and that goes back also to because kratom is wild and out there mm-hmm. a lot of things but um how do you get
1: environmental it's, impacts environmental on environmental the plant and yeah and how it's grown into like alex what he was saying how it's processed or cured or dried that could have impacts on the outlets as well to how it's fermented, that's another common practice out in Indonesia So that's another
0: benefit of harvesting from everywhere because mm-hmm. it gives you more
1: Yeah, it's, it's more costly and it's much more time consuming for us, but in the end it creates consistent products, or at least gives us the ability to create more variety that is consistent But the most exciting part, and a bit of a plug and kind of what we're doing now is super exciting for us, is that we're actually growing our own kratom And so from there, you know, we have, I don't know how many different varieties we have right now, but each one uh, is going through extensive lab testing and also uh, variability in the growing procedures. And so with all this, we're just gathering a tremendous amount of information and data. uh, And uh, it's exciting to see what products will be coming out with based off of these homegrown gratum.
0: So kind of back to the question, when you started, Mm -hmm. what... What strain did you guys like the most? Based I, off I like this line, platinum
1: like... one. I think it was called platinum. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. It was... No,
2: I was I liked nothing. horn at the time. Horn's not really available anymore. So yeah. it's... Exactly. Okay, so now
0: jumping forward to the present time, what do you guys gravitate to as far as like uh, pure strain use? and eat the premium blends so that people can understand like... Hmm
1: our personal use cases uh-huh. yeah uh, I mean I use I use Sunrise throughout the day which is one of our most popular uh, and it, I use it mainly to manage my chronic pain and also as uh, a way to keep my keep me awake focused and just pleasant honestly I find that days I don't have I think Amanda could attest to it <laughs> she'll know the days that I forget to take Kratom my mood is Definitely impacted. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's the sunrise is, is, my, my go-to, especially since I can't drink coffee, you know, it gives me migraines. So I don't have that, uh, that tool to help me stay awake in the morning. So, uh, so caffeine works, sunrise works. In the evening, um, in the evening, uh, I, I'm trying not to take kratom actually and trying to do some tests to see how it impacts my sleep. So that's kind of just my new thing right now. Uh, so I've been going like three days with Midnight Dream and seeing how that makes me feel. And then trying, Midnight Dream is, uh, is a, a kratom that we've mixed with GABA. Uh, and GABA is a neurotransmitter inhibitor. And, uh, and, uh, Midnight Dream is one of our, another one of our popular blends that we, that we have. And so I've been trying that. And then I'm going to no kratom at night and then going to Nightfall, which does not have the GABA. But does have, uh, you know, a low matrachinine kratom with higher other alkaloids, so.
0: And um, even six years later, you're still experimenting experimenting, yeah. everything, life, you know. It all kind of
1: works, it. and all it, it all is good. I'm just trying to optimize at this mm-hmm. point like, what's the frequency. But then we also change, too. You know, That's I'm the not the same person, of. you know. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I blew up my back two days ago, and so I've been, like, on high doses of, of kratom the last couple of days just to manage the pain, mm-hmm. so, you know yeah
2: so that's the other so for me i look at our test results and kind of mainly go off of the amount of metragenine is kind of like that leading indicator for sunrise so if it's one percent i'll take like eight tablets if it's 1.5 percent, then i'll take like six i'll kind of i'll kind of use that number to kind of reduce the amount or sometimes if i take something like a pure vein or like a yellow that maybe is 0.75% then I'll increase to like 12 tablets but at the same time it's also if I'm in a lot of pain I take you know 20 tablets throughout the day so it's kind of that side of I look at our published results and see and adjust to try to get some kind of consistency of the active ingredient. But then I also just kind of listen to my body, what I need, and then either increase or decrease. Because sometimes I don't take Kratom at all if I'm mm-hmm. doing a bunch of stretching. And it's like the rare occasion when I went to like Palm Springs and sat around mm-hmm. a pool all day and did some stretches and <laughs> I didn't really do much that was aggravating my back. So yeah, it's kind of the using that COA
1: that we publish, but then also just listening to my body and seeing what's needed. You're- yeah, you're not a... I can, I can tell, like, your, your Kratom usage, it really does depend on how kind of active your, your lifestyle is, right? Mm-hmm. So, yep. There are times where you've told me, like, I haven't used Kratom for, like, a week. I'm like, wow, okay. So, But then you're like, I haven't played soccer either for a week, and I haven't <laughs> gone mountain biking. It's like, yeah. oh, okay,
0: well. <laughs> But I just want to go back about how you said 20 tablets. The key thing is that throughout the day, it doesn't mean that you're taking 20 tablets in one... Mm-hmm. Mm, this time, oh so yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll definitely oh, okay. take,
2: like... 20 tablets 25 tablets in like one sitting that's when it's mm-hmm. just like really it's like really, really oh, pain yeah, yeah. yeah. when the, the pain is really yeah. high or something they're really locked up because i've also found that too where if i stay away from kratom for a while and then stress my back and kind of like ah, i don't have it around me or something happens and i kind of let it get worse and worse it seems like it takes longer for that to release so i had to kind of use more kratom initially and then i start to Use less of it as my body. Maintenance dose versus... Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. versus I mean, like a... I see,
0: okay. So then do you guys like to mix, like, I know you like to, so Victor likes to, or Victor, you like to use Sunrise and Full Spectrum sometimes together. yeah, I
1: have in the past. Do
0: you do anything like that or you just only base it on the lab test results and then just kind of figure out, listen to your body um, and then For
2: me, it's the, if my, if my pain doesn't seem to be going away or... Excuse me. If, uh, if my muscles seem really tight, like it's not like a pain, it's more like a really tightness that's kind of developed, then I'll switch into some of the sunset and that helps it kind of mm-hmm. just ease the muscles and kind of, because if I've gone too long without using Kratom and the pain, it kind of, my body starts protecting itself by locking all the muscles together and kind of trying to protect itself then I find more of the sunset helps to Sunset that. during the day? Mm-hmm. During the day, yeah. yeah. The so
0: day. you use sunrise during the day, you use the sunset during the day. A lot of customers who ask, like, why? Because I mentioned that you use it during the day. Why is that?
1: Mm-hmm. I'm going to elaborate
0: a little bit on that. Mm-hmm, yeah. As to why you use sunset in the day, in the day and you use sunrise in the day. Mm-hmm. I guess you kind of did that. Mm-hmm. but.
1: I mean, let's be honest. We just use whatever kratom's on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, it doesn't actually. If any kratom is is not made to spec, guess who gets that kratom? That would be Alex and Victor.
0: <laughs> so but, I mean, like you use sunset during the day because of the uh, muscle relaxation or tension that you have in your mm-hmm. in your. That's what back, I'm using right head, now. Right?
1: Correct. Yep. I'm using sunset right now during the day because it's just my back is just seized up from from Being not so smart and thinking I could lift up this giant pot.
0: <laughs> I'm just going back because sometimes customers get confused with why is it sunset sounds like the afternoon blend, but here he's using it during the day. It's just like also the matricinine levels in it, and
1: it depends on your use case. Yeah, you know that 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 muscle relaxation that 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 benefit that Alex and I are talking about. You know, if you if you have. You know you're doing some you know sport endeavor or you need to be you know really focused and high energy for a meeting or something maybe having your body a little bit relaxed might not be what you want and so that's that's where you know just kind of make sure you know you listen to your body and you you experiment a bit on the different blends the good part is once you've found the one that you like you just continue to use it you're not going to get that crazy variability that that uh, we've experienced (laughs) in the past so (laughs) Alright. hope that answers that question. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. All right.